0: It's half begun it. It half begun <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's great. Okay. So.
1: Our wonderful guest. Mm-hmm. Um, our I, dad. I don't
0: know. I kind of want to remain anonymous. Anonymous? What should we call anonymous. you? <laughs> okay. Dad. Dad. Okay.
1: <laughs> this is
0: our dad. This going get confusing. Well, not really. I mean, how many dads <laughs> how many are we gonna have on the dads? show? Yeah.
1: We could always. Mm, okay. Right. Good point, I guess. Okay, so?
0: I mean, <laughs> so, <dead. laughs> so sad. So <laughs> sad. Tell us, tell us about your uh, experience in the education system. Well, oh wait, wait, Jackie we need to we
1: need to narrow this down a little bit first. What do you mean? Like, I don't. Because, like, don't. are we going to talk about just education, well, or are we going to talk about like just, schools? Just or start out
0: with or... a nice, like, broad topic and then see
1: where okay. it takes you. Okay, I, I agree. agree. Sure. Okay. Sounds sounds good. <laughs>
0: it's okay, son. It's fine. Oh. Uh, um, okay. <laughs> fine. Oh goodness. Alright. Uh, yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot to discuss in the field of.
1: No. Yeah. Definitely.
0: Education. Mm-hmm. So. What did you have in mind, energy? Yeah. Yeah, I have. Well, I I don't know. What were you the talking were about? The other school? day. What yeah. were you talking about? education the other day with your friends. Yeah. We were talking about it, and then you stopped me. You said, hey, we should save this for the podcast.
1: I'm proud of
0: you. Thanks. You kind of you too dad. sad.
1: Uh, Thanks, Dad. <sighs> Feel the love.
0: <laughs> yeah. What were we talking about? Well, so I'm sure we'll get back to was, that eventually. I'm pretty sure it was along the lines of how the public education system in America is pretty awful. It is
1: awful. <laughs> But see, we already agree with that. Yeah, no, one thing, okay, this is reminding me, so we can go from, one thing that I was thinking of mm-hmm. when starting to think about that we were going to talk about education was sort of that I think it, it might be a good idea to just go ahead and say we agree with, like, the idea and can just agree upon the idea that in general school, and if not, we can just talk about this, but in general that school is just trying to get a degree to say, oh, I've passed this level of knowledge Mm -hmm. that is somehow valuable to society.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, because the thing is, with public education is that it is from the industrial era, and it was created to give like the whole equal like, (laughs) go to school and then you can work in a factory. And publicly so,
1: sponsored education, rather than private education.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: And see, but see, this is where the real problem exists, because there's never been a way to publicly educate people in a method that is effective for their actual learning and development. Well, rather than just some societal overall gain, not necessarily like an individual knowledge.
0: I mean, during World War Two, they had propaganda done pretty well. That was a great form of public education. But...
1: But that's <laughs> not... No, I'd say that's not... <laughs> But see the thing is that's not acquiring skills no, not really. and knowledge that's just acquiring information well,
0: no yeah, and that's and the opinion thing. Well,
1: to, there's the difference see that's skills. the thing, depending on what type of information you have, uh-huh. you need to convey it in a different manner, yeah. for it to be properly yeah you know understood and accepted
0: yeah, and that's why like when you actually receive like skills, you have to have specialized training and you're usually like an apprentice of someone and you're under like, limited supervision, or...
1: Internships.
0: Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, when you have, like, the large lecture hall-type classes, that's a completely different setting for a completely different purpose.
1: Yeah. Although, it is interesting, though, because even though it's not necessarily an efficient method of teaching, Mm -hmm. it is undoubtedly inexpensive, relatively, and economical to like society to provide a general amount of knowledge to a large amount of people all at once.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so that's just kind of... It's interesting. But, but then I think this... I mean, because we're just talking about it in general... But then it's interesting because once you start talking about it on an individual and personal level, it like completely changes
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what's going on because well it's sort of you
0: can look at like the general like statistics of how America's education system compares with like other countries, and so you you can see at least how different. Methods principle is it? Is it Finland?
1: Yeah. Finland? Is yes. It like the best. Yeah. Like... the thing. There's now. This is interesting because I haven't. I uh, like. It's because I don't really even. I don't think that it's because of necess- I think that we couldn't accurately implement that method in uh, the U.S. Because it's just I just so don't think it's possible.
0: So populated because.
1: Not because of even population constraints. Like, even if the U.S. was the size of these countries, Uh I still don't think it would be possible. Because education is, like, so grounded, and the way that they're teaching is so often grounded, like, in things that have been cultural for them for such a long time, Uh that it's sort of in their natural, like, bringing up. Went from being, you know, extremely small children and as part of like such a part of like society and that mm-hmm. like herd mentality of this is how things are done. Mm-hmm. That I think that's what really contributes to the increasing effectiveness of that education system. And so, because we don't have that, I believe that those methods wouldn't necessarily be nearly as effective and so but the interesting thing here is so that's not to say though that like there's definitely things that you know education can learn and take from these different areas but i think it definitely needs to be something that's built for the specific purpose rather than just copying another model mm-hmm. because I, that's not gonna work
0: yeah i think mm-hmm. in some ways because of well I think, like if you look at I don't know Montessori type mm. education in America, it can be somewhat similar, but then again, if, if being the indeed that's in America it's kind of geared towards American economics and just education system, but yeah, but mm, yeah, anyway, so
1: I guess no, no, go ahead, go ahead, sorry. no, no, go ahead. <laughs> Uh, the only thing I'm interested I as far as I know all Montessori schools are private schools Mm -hmm. and that's I'm pretty darn sure that's correct because there's no way you would get public funding for a type of school like that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and the interesting thing there then though is that that's part of the reason why it's able, able to be successful is because then being private most of the school sizes are much smaller But that can't be implemented on a large scale because of that very fact, and you can't have, like, you don't have the proper, like, teacher numbers and stuff. So, it's kind of interesting. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm
1: -hmm. The other interesting thing, I think, though, is that then... It's definitely possible that also some of these statistics then are skewed because the people that choose to go or to send their children to mm-hmm. those types of schools are more, say, like, genetically predisposed towards doing well. And, like, that could be true and that could not be true. And there's just not really any way of knowing. It's just another area of where we can't say necessarily, oh, because this is both true. Then you know, it's correlation doesn't equal causation.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and not necessarily even like genetically, but even just that they're already more like dedicated to their schooling. Because like what we were talking about earlier with oh like, yeah, yeah, totally like with Orca, like the people who are in that program want to be there. So it just creates a Exa- whole different yes. environment than and- like a public school setting.
1: Yeah, and at the level of, like, say, Montessori schools, most of those are more elementary level when you are in starting in them, because it's a very hard system to sort of get into once you've already had other education. Mm-hmm. So that's often, though, also, like, a lot of parental decision, which then leads to an understanding of that also then will translate into their home situation, which is a huge part of the, I would say, true education Mm -hmm. that people end up receiving is so largely based on those influences. And that's, I think that's interesting though, because then you can see certain situations then with like, say, you know, you see stories of kids who are like from really bad neighborhoods and they had a terrible life, but then they end up being able to do really well because of whatever reasons. And so I think that's interesting because a lot of times I think that can be because that sort of supportive uh, family environment that's needed to be that driving force of education is then actually for that person was supplied through, you know, like whatever support program or like counselors or teachers, you know, taking like extra initiative towards that student realizing that there's something that could be developed there, but that's also then saying, you know, there's already some inherently genetic potential Mm. for that person, which is another fascinating thing of what is, this almost goes back to like what we would talk about with like nature versus nurture, because it's like, what amount of what you do. And I think about this all the time, especially for myself, what amount of what you do is, and then it sort of adds in a third component, because how much of what you do is, just genetic Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you know you because they're obviously you know it affects it to a certain extent but then how much of that is learned through your environment Mm -hmm. and then how much of that then translate into some sort of personal i mean i it's not really exactly because those are two categories that are equal and then this next category is not Equivalent, so I guess they're not really three categories. I guess I would say that those are two categories, and then they really affect the two other categories of saying, for academics, like being, say, naturally gifted versus just working really hard and doing really well, and then how do those overlap and combine, and what is the difference there, and how were those different levels of what we call natural ability, but really could have come from. A wide variety of things because it's totally possible that, you know, someone born into a certain situation with the same exact, exact genetics would end up with a completely different academic profile because of that nurturing or discouraging environment that they're in. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, this is especially true of like children and young education, which is where I believe most of and that's where that's kind of an interesting decision because that's where a lot of the real important education decisions are made and established because that's really carrying through the rest of that person's life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which then, though, it's interesting because we, you know, we could also talk about what is the difference and then how do you then take it of Okay, let's say we are already past that point, and we've got people that are of such a wide range of skills and abilities already, then how do we adapt either high school or higher education to supply and react to what these people need to be able to be successful economically and socially and personally? And then what aspect of that success should be achieved by education— In a formal sense, and then what aspects should be achieved by other methods. And part of the thing is that I think is a key problem that we're just not going to be able to change is that the public sphere is just never going to be able to supply all of that Mm -hmm. to any significant amount of people. It's just not possible. So. Okay. At least I don't think it is because it relies so much on an interpersonal and family structure. That was a long time of just me talking, so you should probably say something. Yes. Out.
0: Okay, yeah, so. Yeah, that was a lot. That was a lot. Of, was a lot of, <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. sorry, I'm just kind of a listener here. I, I'm afraid to contribute. No. no I, I have to think about it. I really need to think about it. So, what I'm thinking is, so first of all, let's start with that nature versus nurture thing. Let's not actually yeah. get into it well, very much. Well, growing but, up, yeah. did, <laughs> Growing up, did you guys like how? How did you guys feel about school as young children? Like, oh, well, this varies because we have different school backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So we should go individually. Over that, how did, like, what were you guys' feelings towards school? Well, okay. So for me, just just growing up, just from the beginning, from the very beginning. Okay, from mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. very beginning. So in Since preschool, we taught. <laughs> okay, but really, I guess it starts yeah early. So like in preschool, um, <clears throat> I remember there was a lot of kids that were like really. Uh, oh gosh, there was this one kid that always cried when his mom left. Always, always, always. And then my mom tells me that I never ever had trouble leaving. And I would just run off to play with the other kids. So that was the <clears throat> beginning. So, <laughs> in a way, so I guess you know it is part of like like um I guess you you can call it genetic something that you know you're born with having the like the intrinsic are you introverted or extroverted. Okay,
1: right? but see, even that, yeah. is that even genetic? We don't even know. I know, yeah, yeah that's it's why Because it's totally possible <laughs> that even for, like, your first year of life, yeah. you're just absorbing the surroundings, and then that has a huge... We have no idea how much effect know, that has. I know, This Products is amazing! Don't you love it? I do, it's, it's, very, yeah. it's very
0: interesting to think about and to discuss. But, but yeah, so even from that early age, I guess I was... I was naturally or just... I absorbed the traits of being an extroverted child. And <laughs> so I was excited to go to school for the people there. And then once I got into like grade school, it was still pretty fun. And I remember being very bored in class in like second grade, I think. And then they gave everyone like this little maybe it was during like what it what was it, the Wassel? Yeah. Maybe it was the Wassel that told them, but I feel like there was this additional little test. That told them who was more "quote unquote" highly capable, and then the fact
1: that that's one test. Oh my gosh! I I know, but even so, second grade.
0: Yeah, so like in third, third through fifth grade, I was in what was called the highly capable program, which sounds awful because it's like like Uh, the rest of these children are just just mediocrely capable, (laughs) lower capability, but um. Yeah, so I think it was really, it wasn't that I was smarter or anything, cause I mean, seriously, it's second like grade. It yeah. Can be smarter.
1: Um,
0: no, no, Okay. No, hang on. <laughs> wait. On.
1: Okay, you're gonna, you're gonna laugh I know, later. I will.
0: But. Okay, go on, okay. sorry, I shouldn't interrupt. But anyways, so, yeah, cause I think it was just mostly about, uh, just the willingness to learn, cause I've always been curious about things, and I've always wanted to learn. And so for a while school was fun. But your cat. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I cat. <get. laughs> um but yeah, and then oh gosh. And then I think middle school it started getting bad again and then high school was pretty awful because I had been told, you know, it's like it's like every year I was told you know, oh, we're we're preparing you for next year because it's just going to get harder. Like, every year, it's just going to be harder. And every year, it would just be, like, so easy to just adapt. And then it would just be so easy for the whole year. And then the next year, I would be like, all right, I'm prepared. And then I'm like, oh, I'm over. I'm
1: interested then, though, what did you feel you even had to adapt
0: to? That's the thing. It's like, uh I don't know if it was just me adapting or if it was just the school system not adapting to me. Because it's like, it went so slowly because it was built for, you know, a public education, so it has to cater for everyone. So even...
1: Well, no, but see, who ooh, ooh, stop, uh, hold on. Just real quick. Yeah. It's not that it has to cater to everyone, it has to cater to the lowest. Uh, yes. And that's the problem. That is, ugh, so fundamentally a problem. Yeah. Anyhow, continue. Yeah,
0: so basically that, and so because I guess I was on, like, at least the upper half, and they were focusing on catering to the lower half, I was bored most of the time, and then, so, like, when I first got into high school, I was, like, looking at all the programs that you were able to do in your later years of high school, mm-hmm. and it included, like, letting you start and all that, and I was just like, pshh, that's, like, for really your interest <laughs> in that, huh? uh, Well, I was like, well, that sounds stupid. Why would mm-hmm. I want to, like leave high school and do something harder (laughs) and then I realized why because I had been told you know oh high school's gonna be hard and then I get to high school and it was not hard and I was like oh I get it so then sophomore year rolls around and I'm like all right it's time to leave (laughs) (laughs) and a part of that might be in my personality but also like I have never been to a school for longer than three years I think because I moved schools so you know just because yeah, I mean, I don't,
1: and I don't, I don't think that would have too much of an effect mm-hmm. on it.
0: But just uh, I think it because... Kind of does because, like, even, like, I've just been so used to it. No, no, no. Two, yeah, three years. Okay. Because um, middle school, I went to two different middle schools, so I was in one middle school for only two years. And then high school, I could only stay there for, like, two years. At the end of the second year, I was just, like, ready to go. I was like, okay, I'm done here. Okay.
1: <laughs> Interesting. That, okay. But, yeah. N- now, just as it... So, we should also just say, this is part of the reason it's really good to have us do it, because you, obviously, Elena, have just gone through complete public school system. yeah, And I am almost completely homeschooled.
0: Yeah. I... Up till 8th grade... Well, no, I was in the Montessori for preschool, and then I went... To a private Catholic school, turned around through eighth grade, and then I spent two years in public high school, and then two years at Lone Star. Oh, God. oh God.
1: Okay. Mm. Cool. I mean, that that's great because that's like a wide variety of
0: experience. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Good. Good. Well, I personally, I don't quite. I don't really remember myself as a young child. <laughs> but I feel like for the most part, like I, I had an interest, I had an interest in science and things like science related, but all of, all of that time I would spend learning about things I was actually like interested in by myself was spent during like the summer when I wasn't in school. And then, I don't know, after that, like, while I was in school, I just felt kind of uninterested in everything. Mm -hmm. Until, like, I don't know, these past couple of years, I felt interested in something. Mm -hmm. And then like, learning. I don't know. I feel like, personally, I, like, especially in high school, I felt kind of like a slave to the system. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And as much as I I wish, like, I, I tried to reimagine myself as, a slightly more interested student, but I don't think I was. Yeah, because I wasn't interested. I guess not. Uh,
1: in in that note, then, uh, what then made do you like? What would make then made you say I want to go and you know do something else? Do Orca. Well,
0: I think what drew me to Orca was just the sciency aspect, because then that way I could really. Learn more about something I, I genuinely enjoy in the school setting and not like, you know, charge okay. around with my backpack. And so it's like, it's almost <laughs> like, like it
1: was what sort of things you were already interested in and that you would do separately sometimes. And then just like, let's just do that for school. I guess, yeah. I mean,
0: yeah. for
1: a generalization.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel like um, <laughs> I'm just. To no, it. that's
1: great. That's great. <laughs> so I guess I should like say something.
0: Well, how?
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah. What was your schooling experience? <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: So it's it's interesting because I've lived in living many different places. That's part of the reason why my family decided we're gonna do homeschooling. And it's very interesting, and at some future point, we should talk about almost, it would be interesting to talk about the differences between my sister and I, because we have so many very wide-ranging differences, and yet that would provide a very interesting insight into the sort of nurture versus nature, because I think it can really come out in a lot of different ways between the two of us. Mm -hmm. But, anyhow... Uh, not talking about that today, (laughs) Uh, but so for schooling, it's sort of a thing where, you know, we just do the lessons, you know, we had our books and it, it was sort of a thing where I can remember from almost as like, as soon as I can remember doing school, I always remember doing... Just My mom would just, like, give us the schedule of, oh, this is what we need to be completed for this, like, day, and then this day, and then this day for the week. And then we'd just, like, do it. And, I mean, she was teaching us, especially, you know, a lot of subjects. And I'm definitely probably oversimplifying this. But it's interesting because I definitely remember that once I... Especially for just the plain workbook exercises and different tasks where you're just like you've got the book and you've got you're reading this section and then you've gotta like do this worksheet and all this stuff that I would just like completely do that on my own, and a lot of times I would do like the whole week's worth of work in two days so then I could play the rest of the week and do nothing <laughs> See,
0: this, is, this is how we know that and so at least some aspects uh, of like nature versus nurture because like you can give both of us at that age a kind of workbook and you might work all through it so that you can have future fun but i would not see it that way
1: (laughs) yeah see so that's the thing it was i apparently already had a good grasp of oh if i do the work now that means i have more time later
0: yeah (laughs)
1: So it's kind of, that's kind of interesting. And though, then there would be always though, that was like a a good big section of our, that was most of what the work we did. But then there was uh for like reading and English stuff, especially was what my mom generally went over and we did sort of like a class type thing, Mm -hmm. but it was just me and my sister and my mom going over it. So, and that's one thing where it was also, it'd be interesting to know, I don't know if my sister even has any opinion on this, but we always did the reading for my level, not hers.
0: But it was partly because...
1: Yeah, she's only a year younger, so it doesn't really... But it didn't really make a huge difference, especially because it was just the reading, and then my mom would always change the assignment a little bit to make it a little bit easier for her Mm -hmm. and a little bit harder for me. Part of the thing I remember, too, though, is... So, you know, in the beginning, you know, it's always, you know, you have to be taught everything, but by, like, oh, dang, I took this to an extreme with math.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, especially because, like, it was also weird because I wouldn't even just complete the assignment for that week. Like, I even remember one, like, I would just keep going. I would not stop doing math. <laughs> I would just, like, keep doing it and keep doing it and keep doing it. And it was just I, – because I love it. And it's just awesome. And it's weird because I can remember from the time – I mean, I was, like, probably third, fourth grade. Mm-hmm. And I, by that point, I was almost always just completely doing the math on my own. <laughs> I would just read the book, do the problems, and just do it and have blasts. It was just, like, so fun.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it was a point where – I think once I started doing it, and I was like, oh, this is easy, I can do this, and then, so I sort of, I think it sort of grew, where it was, at the beginning, it would be sort of the point where I was like, okay, I've got this work, and I'm going to finish this week's work, and then I'd finish it super quick, and I was like, wow, that was easy, I should do next week's work as well, and then, so I'd go and do next week's work, and I'd end up doing, like, multiple weeks ahead, that I would have no math, (laughs) but then, I'd be like, the, those weeks that I had off, when I was doing my other schoolwork, I'd be like, dang, I really want to take a break and do some math. So I'd just keep going <laughs> ahead and ahead and ahead. And it ended up being that, like, every year of homeschool, I completed, like, one and a half years of math. So,
0: so would you say having... Je- your-
1: because that was one thing where was, Sorry, just real quick. That was one <laughs> thing So, it was really interesting. <laughs> is that... So then, because I we also used, like, a... Singapore math program. It wasn't an American math program. It's kind of interesting. But. By the time. I was. uh, In like. I well. uh, Oh yeah. It was I completed 8th grade. For homeschooling. I had already done. Through the 10th grade. Math of Singapore math. Which is already like. Way more advanced than. American math. So it's kind of it's interesting because I am fascinated. I'd be fascinated to know what I would actually be like. How much my level of math ability would be determined if I had not done that math program. Like I don't know how much it was just doing that, or how much it was that I just like doing math and I did a ton of it Mm. and got good at it. Well, just imagine
0: if you were in like a public school and having to do. Like, only able to do the one year out. Yeah, I know, because the they don't even Dang, give you I the textbook.
1: Know. And I would have been mad. I probably would have just gotten mad at the teacher. I'd be like, give <laughs> me the book.
0: Yeah, probably. <laughs> okay, well, would you say that having your class be just your sister, you, and your mom? Like, do you think that, I mean, I think a lot of what just the success of education is, is, you know, your teacher's interest in their students
1: oh yeah and that was that was definitely great i think what is so highly contributed to the reason why the school was so like i'm able to is partly because it was so good because my mom is pretty much actually a teacher i mean that's what she does for her job She's pretty so what she, she was doing <laughs> so when she was school. homeschooling us it was pretty much just like having a private teacher
0: mm-hmm.
1: and so i think that's got a huge impact on it because okay. i definitely know so many people where they're it's just so much it's much more difficult for them because their parents want to teach them but they don't know how to do it really well mm-hmm. And it just ends up being very ineffective. I mean, there's so many tools out there for people to use, and it's really wonderful yeah. how much like ability there is to be able to learn, but you have to have the right type of parents, so I'm very thankful to my parents.
0: Yeah. I dedicate this episode to Jacob's parents. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Well... Yeah, I, well, I think that's another draw to, like, running start as well, is, you know, having more Oh, yeah, I never got to that section. Of,
1: huh? So then it was, I get into high school in the sophomore year, and I immediately realize I am learning nothing. Oh. And I go, I mean, because even the math, like, it was weird, because doing precalculus. Uh, Like, even sophomore level pre calculus, I was literally in class with, like, pretty much only seniors. It was kind of shameful. (laughs) (laughs) But.
0: In true Jacob. Anyhow,
1: it was Mm -hmm. weird, though, because I wasn't really necessarily learning the material. Mm -hmm. Because by the end, especially, I realized I really didn't learn anything in, like, on a conceptual level at all Mm -hmm. this whole year. Mm -hmm. But what really, it was more of a learning how to do it and use the different American systems. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It's really too bad, though. I think I still have my other math books, so I think I'm going to go back and try to find it sometime, someday, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, it was interesting because I did trigonometry, but I never learned the unit circle.
0: Really? I did oh. it some other
1: way that I can't... I don't even remember what it was. But some, there was some... There's I mean, I do appreciate code. that the unit circle is way easier... Yeah like, conceptually to think about, but there was, yeah, it was pretty much just using, like, Triangle. triangles yeah. and the angles, but and just calculating everything raw, which was, eh, eh I don't know, it's amazing that, yeah. Mm. I really want to go back and look at my other math books now that I know way more, mm. but
0: so, anyhow, so, so, so yeah, the school was boring, problems. and I was like,
1: dang, I really need some more stuff to do, yeah. and then I was like, oh, Orca, let's do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But you, but you did have a year a full year of public high school.
1: Yeah, it was pretty hellish. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good <laughs> he, he adjective. He prefers
0: not to. <laughs> so, I mean,
1: yeah, you, you it had, was just you had terrible. The
0: experience with school lunches, then right? Oh, what? No,
1: school... no, no, I didn't.
0: <laughs> did you take? Well, what type of thing? What?
1: What what do you mean by school lunches? I guess what part of school lunch?
0: Well, okay, wait. Did you like pack in lunch? Yes. Smart, very smart of you. I did.
1: Yeah,
0: and yeah, I think often or I mean frequently and then.
1: But I will say, this is interesting because you're focusing on the food aspect of the lunch. What? What to me? (laughs) What I immediately jumped to when you said lunch was the social aspect of lunch. Which I I did not experience. Didn't
0: you- You told me this already. You said you just- I did. just walked around.
1: I was super creepy. (laughs) I was, like, a super creep, pretty much. It was, like, it must- I was, like, I would think I was a crazy person. (laughs) But it was- I mean, it was- It was just- I was just- Didn't- Yeah.
0: Just didn't- I-
1: I think there is- Let's see. I probably- and I think I sat down at her table maybe five times the whole year. Wow. And then of those times, not one of them did I sit there for the entire period. It would be a thing where I'd just sit down five minutes, eat quick, get up, and just walk.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: I don't know. It's, it's an interesting little combination little- of my in- non-social yeah. ability plus my intense desire for efficiency because one thing that i thought about all the time when i was walking around is it's so stupid that they give us 30 minutes for lunch
0: oh because <laughs> it's just so long
1: <laughs> because i literally could have eaten my lunch and sometimes even did eat my lunch mm-hmm. just in the passing period mm-hmm. Because well, I well, was just like, oh, I could just eat while I walk. That's... And I was like, why can't everyone else do this?
0: Well, that, that's <laughs> the thing. You're too efficient. Is that, well... Cure...
1: No, but it's... I don't know, but it's such a weird thing where... Well,
0: no, 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 not really. It's not necessarily... It's okay, go if ahead, go ahead. Sorry, I don't know what I'm a, saying. a teenager, in the normal sense... Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, like, okay, so just... Oh my gosh, I have so many feelings about public high school and why it's awful. But, just... Oh um, yeah, the schedule is just awful as well. But mm. for a lot of I don't kids, even think we need to go over scheduling things. <laughs> the whole the whole bit about like if you ask uh like usually actually mostly any high school you ask them like what's your favorite class. A lot of them will say lunch <laughs> because the classes suck so bad that the only thing that they look forward to in that day is seeing their friends. But see, lunchtime.
1: I don't feel that. Necess- no, I know. The thing is, there's two parts to this. Mm-hmm. Yes, you are right that on one hand, classes are not very good. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, part of the major problem is just that there's no student motivation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the larger problem, no I feel. I feel that it's not because even.
0: Because the classes are awful.
1: <sighs> but see, I don't agree with that. I actually don't. I don't think. I do not think that's the reason no, well, that there's no student on, motivation. Because I as, think there's no student someone, motivation because they haven't been taught mm, how to learn.
0: That's very true, actually. Because. And so
1: they don't know what they're doing.
0: Yeah. So. Well, there does need to be more of a because yeah, that is the important thing is to teach people how to learn, not like what to learn Mm -hmm. and taking Mm -hmm. exams. Oh yeah, exactly. Because like the American education system is all about getting the kids to pass the test. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. And as someone who grew up in that system, um, it's like I could be as motivated as I wanted, but you get to class. And it just kills all motivation.
1: Uh, But see, here's the counter-example. And this again plays back into what I was talking about, about society, though. Mm -hmm. Because almost all the Asian countries have systems, educational systems, that are based on tests to a degree that we don't even think about. Like, it's so incredibly test-based that it blows us out of the water.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And yet, the ability of many of those countries to produce driven and intelligent students mm-hmm. is way beyond what we do
0: that is for a variety of reasons yeah it,
1: it, yes it, exactly it, so this is what i'm saying though it's not because of that environment
0: mm-hmm.
1: because that environment is taken to the nth degree in many places where the schooling results are arguably better yeah. and I say arguably because I think there's many shortcomings to what goes on there's obviously shortcomings to all education
0: yes. well in Asian countries it also comes with a cultural legacy mm-hmm.
1: exactly and that's why I was talking about like the model has to fit the culture of the area mm-hmm. because it's so based around I mean that's like a perfect
0: example well, for it, I so. think just in general I think my biggest qualm is um with the American education structures the whole teacher bit. Like yeah, so what I think what gets me really interested in this certain course or something is the teachers interest and their personal interest in their students. And if you look at um if you look at like public high school teachers And their relationships with their students, I feel like, I mean, yeah, you have, you have some where they have good relationships with their students, but in general, I don't see them getting much respect. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, and that is, that is hard. It Mm -hmm. is,
0: but a lot of it also has to do with the teacher's respect for their students. Like, well, a lot of what I can offer to this conversation is very anecdotal, but can I tell a story?
1: Mm-hmm. No, this is what podcasts are for, is telling stories. Oh, Pretty good. much that's what I'm doing. It just <laughs> doesn't sound like a story, because that's just not... <laughs> that's just like, what I'm doing for me is telling stories of my thoughts. It's just kind of weird way to talk about it, I guess. But that's just how I think.
0: Okay, so I i might have told you guys this story before, but I think it's relevant. Anyway, so when we had first started Orca... I, this was junior year, and it was towards the beginning of the school year, and so I was super excited, like, oh, we don't have to start school until nine, you know, stuff like that, I get to sleep in, and so I had friends going to the high school, you know, Kamiak, big public high school, and they were taking this AP bio class, so it was first period, so it was at like 7.20 in the morning. And so I was like, oh, okay, I can kill some time before school starts. So why don't I just pop in and into AP Bio? Cause you know, I, I like biology. I genuinely enjoy biology and science and things. And so I, I walk in there and well, before this, I was talking to my friends like, oh, why don't I come into class with you guys? And they're like, oh yeah, it'll be great. You know, um, you know, Miss Thompson, she's, she's so oblivious. Um, and I'm like, okay, great. Um, and so I walk in there, and I I take a seat among my peers, and you know, no one notices. I mean, of course, students notice because they've never seen me in that class before, but um, you know, Miss Thompson I don't, does not. I don't
1: get how you can do that as a teacher. I want to...
0: uh, well, okay. Uh, I mean, so I'm sitting there, okay. And she, <laughs> sorry. Well, it was it was quite confusing. I think it she might have just been a bit slow. Um, I'm sitting there and she's handing out these worksheets to everybody. And um and you know, everyone's passing them back and she she counts enough worksheets for each row and even I got a worksheet. So obviously at this point she hadn't noticed. Um
1: W well she noticed you were there. Well,
0: I mean yeah, but not as a number. As yeah. As a number, uh, exactly. Okay. And so... I uh, oh, foreshadowing. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. I knew um, it was
1: foreshadowing, but...
0: Like. Yeah, so... I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, great, I'll do this worksheet. Well, actually, no, I had some homework to do myself, but I thought I'd sit in and see what... <laughs> for Josh was. or Shelly? Actually, it was for Robin. I was working on oceanography at the time.
1: Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, I know. I
0: <laughs> I... It took me a while to become more driven at school. Um... Wait,
1: what? Uh, What is? How is that supposed to be driven?
0: Or just more? I feel like I think that was an assignment that everyone had done ahead of time, and I just decided to procrastinate. Anyway, that's 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 different. Um, (laughs) so I'm sitting there, and you know, being this being an AP Bio class, I I expected everyone to you know do their homework, but no, I I look around, and you know they have their worksheet sitting on their desks. And then you have some kids, you know, playing on their phones or playing, what is that, like Candy Crush? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and then you have other kids in the back, like, watching explicit YouTube videos and, like, <laughs> those explicit and you have other, you, you have these other kids, like, just talking and, you know, and one of, and then one of one of my friends was like, she doesn't even go here! And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and um, that was funny. That would happen you Yeah. Know. Anyway, um, yeah. So the Miss Thompson just goes back to her desk and sits down, and then um, she finally noticed me and was like, "Who are you?" Yeah. And she goes like, "Come here. Come, come, come to my desk." And I'm like all right, and she goes, um, and she goes, like, so, who are you, and, you know, I'm just, like, I'm, I enjoy biology, and she writes my name down on a sticky note, and I'm, like, is, is, does that mean anything, is that bad, and she's, like, oh, no, it's not bad, I just want to remember who you are, you know, and she made this weird analogy, it was, like, you know, if if someone just came into my house and started watching TV, I'd, I'd like to know who they are, and I'm, like, <laughs> Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, but you know, then she's asking me like, so, um, so like, why are you in this class? You know, it's like, and I'm like, well, this is AP Bio. I, I enjoy biology. And she says, no one ever says that. What? And you know, I'm sitting there like gritting my teeth and just like thinking, you know, well, they're the first for anything. Mm -hmm. And I was just... I was just so taken aback. And she... Oh, and then she says, Well, you know, I get paid for every student that I'm teaching or whatever, and, like, you know, I'm... You're not registered for this class, or something like that. And I was just like... Oh, whoa. Yeah. Um, excuse me. And, like, you know, I... I may have been at fault for, like, popping in uninvited, unannounced, but, you know... Well, my friends invited me, does that count? (laughs) But, you know, I guess... But, other than that, I was just so... I... And, you know, I had heard stories about this teacher, about kids turning in blank worksheets and still getting an A in the class, and, like, that's not... Preparing you for anything. You know, they'll take the AP bio exam and it's like, totally flunk it. You know? I don't know. It's, it's just, yeah. So that is my story about, and that kind of just, I think that just encapsulates my feelings towards the public education system. Yeah. It, yeah, epitomizes it. Yeah. My... Uh, my AP World History teacher was the cross-country and track coach. And so, if that tells you anything. He had wow. he had a BS in history. And we like to joke about it because he had a BS in history. But, <sighs> um, <laughs> yeah, he, stupid. he was, <laughs> 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 he was a like, fantastic like, coach. Why would you do that? Because, uh. because
1: I don't understand because Humans, he's not- Like, come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's because he wasn't. He was a great person and a fantastic. Coach. But see, you have to say that
1: to make up for his shortcomings, yes. and that's terrible. No, no,
0: I'm just saying. <laughs> he had his strong suit, and it was not teaching, but coaching rather, and it's not the same no. because you can coach someone for an exam, and that's great, but it does not prepare them. <laughs> no, so... Nor does it make their feelings... Well, it may not evoke positive feelings towards whatever they're being coached at. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. 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 As as a former, like, uh, soccer player. Did you not have a good coach? I did have a... Well, I had a good coach, but, you know, it's not like... I, don't know. I just maybe it just felt like high school. Mm. Maybe, maybe teachers, and, or maybe, maybe maybe teachers and coaches are something. That's, well, of course. I don't know. Here I am, can well, get left, but it's, th- th- it's, no, it's hardly think, coherent. I think so because, like, at least in the public high school education system, the teachers teachers are kind more of like coaches. They have to be, yeah, yeah because they They're, they can't they can't get the respect from their students. Because the students come into the classroom with that lack of respect because mm-hmm. throughout their years leading up to that point, they haven't needed it. So why would they need it now? And they get in the classroom, teachers like, the only way I can corral these kids is to corral them. Like, mm-hmm. They have to, you know, coach yeah. by the masses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That sucks. It does suck. Hmm. It really does. Mm-hmm. I made, I made my English teacher cry because I knew I was going to Orca and I was I was feeling particularly grateful to someone for giving me good writing skills, even though it was actually like he didn't help me really ever at all. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I should have thanked an English teacher because I got into Orca via my writing skills, which were subpar at best, and so I I went to him. it was like the last day of class, and there was like hardly anyone in class, because it's like the last day of class, and so no one even cares, and I'm there, and I'm like, I'm just here to thank all my teachers, because they actually did pretty good, and I liked them, and so I went to my English teacher, I'm like, Mr. Peacock, I just wanted to let you know that I'm doing ORCA next year, which is like the start program, and I feel like I've been prepared partially through your class, and I'm like lying through my teeth because I did not feel prepared at all, but I wanted to thank him, just for, like, because he was actually one of the teachers that tried, but even so, it was, like, it still felt short of <laughs> what I needed. And so I was like, I just want to thank you, and I think that you're a good teacher, and I'm just, like I'm just, like, trying to be nice, and then Mm-hmm. And then later you're like, what if I done? Well, I, mean, I felt good because he, like, <laughs> no, teared up a little bit. Because yeah. he's like, when do they hear this? Never. Never. You're obviously
1: good at fake sincerity. Oh,
0: well, don't think that I do it often, but...
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure you do.
0: No! <laughs> no, don't think that.
1: I'm joking. No. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Yeah. But no, it...
1: Well, yeah. absolutely. <sighs> like,
0: a lot of it has to do with, you know, teachers... Um, relationships with their students, mm-hmm. and just mutual respect. Like, oh, man, I can keep going on about teachers, can I? Mm-hmm. I? My sophomore year, my honored English teacher, in fact, I was talking to Arnie about this the other day, and her daughter happens to have the same teacher that I had oh. sophomore year, and second day of school, she's they had to write something, and then she's up there critiquing you know, her students' papers in front of the class. So and you're not gonna earn your students respect that way. You mm-hmm. know, well, like you're just gonna make them cry and then they're gonna be like, oh, I hate school. <laughs> them just make them cry?
1: Why would you I mean, I, I don't know. I guess I kind of can understand Do you know Ricky that. at all? <laughs> I do know Ricky at all, and I completely understand why you say that and, like, why that <laughs> feels. It's just interesting to have an observation of that is your perception and experience of school, and that is an experience that is almost even hard for me to think about. It's so far away from what I would think of. <laughs> it's just... I don't know. It's fascinating.
0: Yeah.
1: Humans, man. It's, I mean... You know, yeah. that and that's you know that's why it's great because if everyone thought like me, that would suck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, oh. Why we need variety, variety, variety. Diversity. Diversity. Uh, diversity, oh diversity, Oh my god, I said that. I didn't say diversity. Up. So, oh, that's one great thing. Blarney diversity. <laughs> oh diversity. <laughs> University I, oh, I gotta say that. Blarney. So, um, so I've been doing I've been doing stuff at Orca throughout the summer. And uh-huh. I got to do a stop cruise with some kids from the YMCA, and it was a part of a program meant to help uh, kids that. So these kids, they're part of this program for uh, what's it called? Anyways, it was supposed to be like a racially diverse program mm-hmm. and helping them get into college and like prepare them for college. And they're all like early high school, or even there were a couple that were middle school, and there were a couple seniors and stuff. And it was awesome because like they were all like there because they wanted to be there, and so they were all eager to learn. And we got to take them on a soft cruise, which you know is like the coolest part of Arca. And then we we got to have them count plankton, and uh for most of them that was like the most memorable part was counting the plankton because. Well, it's yeah. I mean, novel. we've never done when it you, before. It's fun. You, yeah, when do you see her first plankton in and then yeah. yeah and plus it was a summer bloom and mm. for some reason we oh, did not dilute no, no, no. <laughs> oh Alexis is there but but was that the <sighs> one with the giant costume of this game yes mm. And there was like literally thousands of skeletons. It was it was pretty great. We Good were job. trying to see them split but we could But anyways, um so we were talking to them, like introducing them to the stations and I was getting present my Niskin station and I like I hype it up a lot and I try and get them all <laughs> interested and stuff but I'm like <laughs> it's like the coolest station and I was just talking to him for a while and like asking him like why they liked it and stuff and I was talking to this one girl and she was Asian I don't know what kind of Asian, but she was Asian.
1: Wow, what kind? <laughs> you oh my were gosh.
0: Asian friends.
1: That is really, really not good, Alina.
0: But yeah. <laughs> anyways, but all I know is that she was Asian because she said to me, um that when she didn't want to eat like, the dinner that her mom made, her mom told her that she was being white. And, <laughs> and I was just like looking around at everyone, I was just like, ah, oh, diversity. And the two kids in front of me were just like,
1: oh. Did you say that out loud? Yeah,
0: no, they actually, they did think it was really funny, but.
1: No, you said ah, oh, diversity out loud. Yes,
0: because no, no, of no, course. because I was talking about how, um, like, colleges <laughs> like diversity.
1: No, yeah, it's just funny okay. that you would,
0: just, like, like oh, I, oh, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds that's like that's like a me. you thing to say. <laughs> you think, oh, white people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: There's lots of interesting things I've thought about. Mm-hmm. And been like, oh yeah, that's, that's, that's what stuff's like. What <laughs> um, well, I guess also of, I've completely changed, and this is a good thing, because I knew I was just being an idiot, and it was just, like, myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, I have completely changed on the view of, like, because, like, I know I was, like, kind of a little bit. It was it felt a little weird that there were all these, like, societies at the school and stuff specifically for women engineers. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, that sucks. Or, like, that's not, that doesn't seem, you know, It was it was upsetting to me. Point. I'll are you saying
0: you realized? But I actually realize that's like wh- that's it? like
1: so good. No, but it's <laughs> it's through a very interesting. You'll appreciate this. Um, it's interesting because I think it's almost interesting because like I almost see it as because like I was like, dang, I just like, ugh, <laughs> <laughs> and that was that's like as best as I can describe I mean, it in a way. And so I was like, yeah, it's good to have like environments where you can meet people that are going to help support you and, you know, build that support structure through college.
0: Wait, is Arlington in the same uh, county? No. no. Okay, so
1: it's over. Well, no, same county, yes. Oh, wait. Snohomish County, right? Uh,
0: yeah. Okay, so anyways.
1: Uh, yeah. So, you don't know what county you live in? Yes, I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am not very aware of the world around me, but... Anything. (laughs) Anyways, so there was this one guy who was, like, very...
1: Okay. No, but yeah, but we probably have different districts. Oh yeah. But I'm pretty sure it's the same Snohomish County voting ballot.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, it's the same though. I mean, different. Yeah, places. yeah. But anyway, so like, there was this one guy, and he sounded all right in the first few sentences of his little blurb, but then it just got more and more
1: intense. See, but like, the thing is, he was just, here, like, we
0: need to rid ourselves the, of the poison. I, that I'm is definitely
1: painful. gonna leave this huh? in. Uh, so I'm definitely leaving this in. Okay. So and so, this is one thing. That's so, this is one, that, it's interesting because I I felt similarly mm-hmm. of the, well, this is either, like, this is, but at the same time, the overwhelming, like, I got a little bit of that, but the overwhelming sense of which I received was mostly that this is stupid and pointless. <laughs> and it was upsetting because I was simultaneously mm-hmm. extremely, like, glad and understanding that this is an extremely vital and important and integral part of how our society and government functions Mm -hmm. and it's important to take part in this but at the same time i was just like number one this voting system sucks (laughs) and it's a single votes are so weak Mm -hmm. and it's like it's (laughs) have you watched you better just go watch everyone listening everyone listening everyone (laughs) if you're hearing my voice right now stop what you're doing if you haven't already seen every single one of the CD gray videos on voting (laughs) because you should watch it and it will show you why america is stupid
0: this is true CD gray does a really good job of
1: so so. but sidetrack Anyhow, it also was just like I was just realizing for the candidate part. Mm-hmm. I was just like, dang. This isn't even telling me anything about these people at all. Yeah. What it's really only telling me is what they want me to know about Absolutely. them. Absolutely. They could put anything on there. Yes. And I'm like, and the thing is, I even tried to go I like I even tried and go to look, look up like records uh-huh. and other information and documents and all this stuff mm-hmm. on the different people, and there was like nothing no, for almost everyone, no, no and I was just there. like, Ugh.
0: "Yeah, well, um,
1: because it's almost a shot in the dark. <laughs> you could literally say whatever you wanted.
0: Oh no, no, it's no, just and another thing being that you can yeah. put this person into office, but they might do literally nothing, or at least, oh yeah, because like they, they can't actually get all the things that they want done done."
1: On the same aspect, it's interesting that we have such trust as an America that we allow this, you know, to continue. Oh, Which is important, though. Because if yeah. <laughs> we did not... Busy if you have to have a certain level of trust in your society and government, or yeah, otherwise you're not going to get America anywhere. Is. Well, mm, the opposite. <laughs> if you have no trust, the opposite is true. You have too much.
0: Um.
1: I mean too much structure mm. which leads to anarchy so i guess you could be right
0: all of the both. it just all happens
1: yeah i mean the world is a weird place man it
0: really is man it's because it's made up of human beings and they're unfortunately yeah, yeah. well <sighs>